All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Arabia G. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The most I put it on my spirit to speak on delusional psychosis. We're going to do a deep dive into the topic of delusional psychosis, which I believe is a topic that the majority of the masses are unaware of. You see, we've spoken on many different topics, right? You know, cognitive dissonance, Stockholm Syndrome, and a plethora of other topics such as predictive programming, mind control, and so on and so forth. But the aim of this episode is to do a deep dive into the delusional psychosis and paranoia that has consumed the everyday lives of the majority of the masses especially the people who are tuned in to this so-called pandemic and are following along, who are believing and trusting in the science and the experts. Those are the ones that we're going to focus on because those are the ones who have lost grip with reality. And you know, your government and your virtue signalers and those who love their idols are always are going to point fingers at the critical thinkers. They're always going to blame you in some way, shape, or form. They're always going to tell you that you have no grasp of reality. When everything that we've gone through in the last two years proves otherwise. Anyone who stayed tapped in into this so-called pandemic is delusional and they are suffering from psychosis. There's no doubt about that. And let's take a, a quick look at the definition of delusional as well as the definition of psychosis. Delusional. A false idea or belief that is caused by mental illness. A false idea or belief that is falsely or delusional, delusively believed or propagated. And yet that's interesting how they said delusively believed or propagated who's doing all the propaganda surrounding this whole entire pandemic and virus you wouldn't know about it if you turned off your tv who who is the one pumping the message other than your mainstream media your experts your leaders your idols who else is pushing it nobody would have known about a coronavirus had they not mentioned it on tv to almost two years ago to this day and all you've heard for the last two years is this so-called pandemic and they're telling you right to your face that it's never going to end like all of us had said right from the beginning 
do not follow their path. Numerous people such as myself warned family, warned friends, warned co-workers, everyone we could. Basically to almost no avail in some cases. We told them what this road and this path would take them to and what it would do to them. We knew, we saw the signs, we saw the warning signs. Many of us have always been tapped into the Most High. Many of us have recently become tapped into the Most High. So it became very evident and obvious to us what was occurring and what was about to happen. And if you are sitting here today still believing in the virus, still partaking, still participating, still complying, you're on a path towards your own destruction and you are actually complicit in your own destruction and demise. Because at the end of the day, there's not going to be anyone to blame but yourself. I'm going to dive deeper into that topic in a future episode that Most High put in my spirit, but it needs to be said. At the end of the day, you have no one to blame but yourself. That's what it comes down to. Sure, people are going to be like, oh, well, what about the Nephilim? What about the elite bloodlines? What about these fallen angels? What about all of these, you know, celebrities, entertainers, actors? I get what you're saying, but these people have always been evil. And they've always showed you that they're evil. And one thing you have to know, one thing that is vital to know about life is that the Most High made us to have free will. You and I have free will, meaning the Creator isn't going to force you to search for truth. The Creator isn't going to force you to be righteous and and live life according to what the creator put in your heart. The Most High gave everybody the instructions and placed it on our heart and our souls. There's no book that you need to guide you. There's no book, none of that. Are there truths in the books that they give us? Yeah, there's there's truths and there's scripts, but it's up to you to use your free will to search for it and study and read in between the lines and piece together the puzzle. And that's what the vast majority of people don't care to do. And what I mean by free will is that you've had an opportunity. No one can sit here and listen to this podcast and say they've never had an opportunity to seek the most high or at the very least seek truth because everybody has. If you are living in Babylon, chances are you have a mode of transportation or a way to get around such as a bus, a bike, Uber, whatever it may be, a train, your own car. You have more than likely have your own cell phone and or computer or both you might have a tablet you might have all these different types of smart tvs and technologies and devices and you've had access to information this whole entire time and you chose to do nothing about it you chose to be tapped into this system you chose to blatantly ignore evil tyranny and wickedness you you chalk up world hunger and poverty to oh that's the way the world is oh it's a dog eat dog world it's a cold world or only the strong survive that's what you've become when that is the exact opposite of how the most high intended the creation to be you see we all had free will 
And I truly believe in my soul that anyone who used that free will to follow this system and is still following the system up to this point is delusional. And you're suffering from a form of psychosis, some more than others, obviously. Some people still have a grasp on reality, yet they still believe in the narratives and the hoax. But it doesn't mean that deep down they're not losing it. Whereas we have other people who are visibly worse off than they've ever been in their life. Have you, if you sit around, if you actually pay attention to things, because that's one thing that the Most High has gifted me with, you know, especially strengthened in me is my awareness, my attention to details. It can save your life. And one thing that I've started to notice is a huge shift in people. A huge shift. You know, the delusion, some people are, are worse off than others, but you can even look at a person and see the advanced aging. What stress, anxiety, delusion, forms of psychosis, all due to them. I mean, if, you, if, if a person's under calamity every day for the last two years, and a lot of us know even before COVID-19, a lot of people were not well. We've spoken about alcoholism. We've spoken about drugs. We've spoken about promiscuity. We've spoken about, you know, the rat race and all all that all of that ties to mental health, right? They give you the whole notion of mental health, right? They give you athletes, entertainers, you know, celebrities to tell you about mental health, to, to make it normal, to normalize it so that you can go to a psychiatrist and cough up your money or you can go to your local pharmacy and get subscribed some kind of chemical medication that's going to have a chemical reaction in your body and change you so i mean we come on people a lot of people were already messed up before this pandemic you know what the pandemic did it just exposed everybody on a larger more grandeur scale now there's no hiding it i mean the elites have gone so far where you're, you're gonna let somebody know that you're suffering from delusional psychosis just by wearing the mask you're, you're still wearing the mask this deep into the pandemic after they already told you, you know, after they lied to you and told you last fall that, you know, the once the vaccine comes, you can ease back on restrictions. You can live a normal life. The pandemic will be over. And now look at you're at still wearing the mask, still complying, still, still, you know, scurrying around in your car trying to find a mask before you enter a store. Probably picking it up off, off the off the ground in your car, off the seat, off the glove box, dusty glove box, in the cup holder. Probably rummaging through your, your pocket or your backpack to grab a, a stained mask before you enter a store walking in. I mean, that right there has already told you a lot about a person when they're wearing a mask that over their, not over, not just only over their nose or their mouth, but over both. That already tells you right there, the elites already have people showing their allegiance and they have had that for almost two years now. And people still are delusional and believing in the narrative. So that's why we have to do a deep dive into delusional psychosis because it's not gonna get any better it has to get worse before anything gets better. Right now, like many of us have told you, this is the end times. 
Oh no, we're not talking about some Christian perspective of the world ending and going off in a fiery blaze and some kind of Christ character coming down and saving everybody, putting everybody in some kind of, you know, contraption to get back. I mean, come on, people, that's not true. What we're talking about is the life that you knew, the life that that privileged life that the most the majority of people have lived that I've met. That's that life's over. That life is no longer. You're never going to have anything that resembles that ever again. And people must understand that, how obvious that is. But yet, you're still people out here believing that. When they've told you that things will never go back to normal. They've told you that that this so-called virus will never end. It's an endemic. And the amount of delusion that has eaten away at the masses is it's disheartening never in my life would I thought I would see Babylon go this way never in my life but I thought I'd see family members and friends so invested in a lie in a hoax that they're willing to go gamble with their life with the life of their children with their family all over a hoax. You know, people weren't okay before COVID. And, you know, your your leaders, your experts already knew this. You think that you think that this is all done by an accident? This is all done by design. Your leaders already knew. I mean, look around at the obesity rates. Look at around at all the people who are overweight. Look around at all of the drugs, over-the-counter medication, and pharmaceutical drugs that are just killing and poisoning the people. Look around at all of the GMO crops and what they do to people. Look around at the fluoride and what it does to the masses, their brains and their ability and their cognitive thinking. Look around at the sprayed skies. I mean, you really think that this has been an environment for you to thrive in? When these people have showed you that it's not, when these people have showed you that you're you've been their number one target, you know to to be living in the age of information and not use it says a lot about a person. And I'll be I'll be honest. I was at a point in my life where I didn't look for information. It wasn't until my mid twenties where I really started diving deep. Really, what it really wasn't until I was about 24, 25 years old until I started taking it serious. You know, I always knew something was up, even around the age of 21, 22. I'd even bring it up to friends, only to have the thoughts shot down and continually shot down. But even even years ago, even a decade ago, even when information wasn't as as vast as this, I still found it because I cared and that's going to be the issue with people that's why delusional psychosis and Stockholm Syndrome and all of these issues are plaguing 
the masses. It's exactly why we're in the position that we're in. This is all done by design. The whole point was to destroy the people slowly and then take their souls and then control them until they can be discarded. And that's all this system's going to do to the rest of the people because the system, the Nephilim, the elites, they know they're going down. They know their time is nearing. That's why things are picking up so drastically. That's why the false flags, the psychological operations all occur so quick and so often now. And you notice the work that they're doing on the minds of the masses. It's so frequent. It's so in your face, over the top, dramatized that the masses can't even keep up from day to day, week to week, month to month month even anymore. The masses can't even keep up with how many times they've been deceived and straight up manipulated and lied to anymore. It's because the level of idolatry has created such a mixture of delusional psychosis that the vast majority of people are just, they're done. There's not much you can say or do for them anymore. And that's not to say that we're not compassionate over here, that we don't care about our family members or friends. It's just the absolute truth. The, mo- the majority of people are so far gone that there's nothing you can do for them and there's nothing that you can do say to them to help them anymore. And I- I've-, I've learned to accept that because I accept the things that I cannot change, right? I focus on the things that I do have power over in my life. And that's my mindset. That's my free will. That's my time my time management where do I spend my time and what do I spend it on how often am I spending it am I learning something from it am I gaining something from it mentally physically or spiritually or am I stagnant you know it's it's been a road it's been a road to say the least especially the last two years I've never seen anything like this in my life ever That's why I can definitively say, and I'm not the only one who said it, but I can definitively say that people are just suffering from delusional psychosis and they're too far deep. They're too far in the game to turn back. And we are, we don't even really understand exactly what this so-called MRNA nano robot, nano crystal, whatever you want to call it, technology has already done to the masses. We know what the intention is, but what what do we know has happened other than what we can see with our own two eyes, other than people being overly fatigued and tired, other than people with advanced aging? And that's not even talking about the side effects that people have experienced, such as blood clots, heart issues, strokes, heart attacks, diabetes, not so much diabetes, but mitochondriitis. All of these issues, this is just a few that I can think of off top. If I really wanted to write them down and look into them, I guarantee it's a laundry list. And people have access to that information, but they choose not to look at it. They choose to remain in denial. They choose to continue to support a so-called government that has had, that has openly told you that it's all about democide, that has openly told you that it's genocidal, 
that has openly told you that it supports war and tyranny and evil and wickedness and you still support it? You still support it. All a person has to do is just go do a brief, go through the brief history of the world. Whether it's your country or any other select country, you'll see the democide, you'll see the genocide, you'll see the wars. You'll see the mismaming of people. You'll see the manipulation tactics. You'll see the schemes. You'll see the false flags. You'll see the psychological operations. Why is it that only a select few people know these things? And then other, the majority of people deny them. It's like your captor is telling you who they are right out in the open. But you're over here sitting here defending them. And then the people who don't support your captor are giving you evidence irrefutable evidence and facts and timelines literally spoon feeding you and you still have the audacity to call us conspiracy theorists you still have the audacity to call us crazy and you know out of touch with reality and all of this and delusional you'll even call us delusional when it's you literally is the one that's delusional and that's that's what that's what the elites the game that they're doing on the masses the mental game that they're doing the people is sick the psychological and spiritual wickedness that we are witnessing right now is, is beyond what we've ever seen before. Well beyond. And it's sick. It's absolutely sick. And now we're at a point of, in my opinion, and I was just talking to my woman about this, we're kind of, we're, we're, we're breaching an area in which I see mass chaos stemming from as, as a part of a consequence and a repercussion for our actions. And what I'm about to speak about is the children. And I, I definitely mean to follow up on the topic of our youth. We did, we did a great job breaking down our youth months ago and growing from that message and sharing that message and listening to that message and absorbing that message and being mindful of the message. But now it's overdue for a follow-up. And what they're doing to our children right now, our babies, everything, is beyond evil. It's beyond comprehension. It's sick. And a lot of people, I believe, are purposely denying this factor so that they can remain with plausible deniability saying, oh, I didn't know it was that bad. I didn't realize it was like this. You know, the th when it comes down to it, when you comply with evil and tyranny and wickedness, what do you, do you think that makes you? What do you think that makes you? You're agreeing with evil, tyranny and wickedness. And you're going as far as not even looking into it or questioning what side you're on. And a lot of people are on the wrong side of history. A lot of people that I love and have lifelong memories with are on the wrong side of history. And it's incredibly disheartening to witness, but it's just life. It's something that I can't control. I let the Most High give me the inspiration and strength to face the reality of my situation as well. Because I rather face the truth than sit here and be delusional about it. Sit here and, and say, oh, you know, you know, things will go back to normal. 
you know, the people in my life, you know, they'll, they'll finally wake up. They'll, they'll, they'll get it, you know, eventually. I mean, if I thought that way, I would be, in a, in a sense, delusional myself. When I know that the truth is the exact opposite of that. That the vast majority of people I know will never wake up. And they'll pay for their lack of knowledge. They'll pay for their pride and their ignorance with their life. And people are going to say, wow, that's pretty harsh. But, I mean, the truth is pretty harsh. The truth is pretty cold. That's why the truth is not something that's popularized or something many people like to stand behind. Because to them, it's controversial. To them, they don't want to bother or upset somebody, even though it's the truth. They don't want to make an awkward situation. You know how many times I've heard people say, I don't want to make it awkward. You know, it, it's just, it just says a lot about a person. To still be supportive of the situation, to be supportive of their government and push for you to also be subservient just like them. It, it says a lot about a person. It really does. And let's take another look at the definition of delusional. A false idea or belief that is caused by mental illness. A false, something that is falsely or delusively believed or propagated. A persistent false psychotic belief regarding the self or persons or objects outside that the self that is maintained despite indisputable evidence to the contrary i'm gonna read that again a persistent false psychotic belief regarding the self or, or personas persons or objects outside the self that is maintained despite indisputable evidence to the contrary and how many times throughout various episodes of this podcast and throughout various series have we proved that this whole entire pandemic is a hoax how many times how many times have your your idols shown to you that it's just one big circus, that it's one big joke, that they never will get their they'll never get a hold and control this so-called virus. They'll never be able to contain it because it's not real. It's it's meant to be chaotic. It's meant to be messy. It's meant to be confusing. It's meant to be depressing. It's meant to cause anger and hostility and division. It's meant to ultimately control and ultimately destroy. You think they're gonna stop? When they're in it too deep, you think these people are going to stop when they're in this deep. You know, how many times have we proved time and time again, how many times has their science contradicted itself or been hypocritical? How many times? I mean, this is not even to bring into account how many times they censored the Plandemic Folly series. I can't even drop any episodes on Plandemic Folly anymore. Part 5 and Part 6 are taken down. Part 5 was taken down twice. You think, what, that it was just disinformation or misinformation? If you think that, you're an idiot. You really are a dumb person. Because you're not seeing the writing on the wall. You're, you're purposely ignoring the writing on the wall to remain ignorant. And let's look at some synonyms for delusional. Conceit, daydream, dream, fantasy, figment, hallucination, illusion, non-entity, pipe dream, unreality, vision. And that's all they've given you is a belief and a faith in their science, a belief and a faith in the experts, a belief and faith and fear 
of a virus that you've never seen, but a vaccine that you've seen and know nothing about and care not to look at the side effects, could care less if you heard somebody else died from it or had an adverse reaction. Oh, you know, well, that wasn't me. It must not be true or I must be lucky. Or that person, you know, how you know that the, the vaccine did that, right? But then you'll go and believe all of the ticking numbers of COVID cases every day. Somehow they can give you autopsies of COVID deaths, but can't tell you what happens to the after the vaccine's taken. Let's take a look at the definition of psychosis. A serious mental illness, such as schizophrenia, characterized by defective or lost contact with reality, often with hallucinations or delusions. An acute or chronic mental state marked by loss of contact with reality. Disorganized speech and behavior, and often by hallucinations or delusions, seen in certain mental illnesses. So, first and foremost... We already know that this whole pandemic, this whole COVID thing is a cult. It, it has no basis with reality because a lie cannot be real. It has nothing to do with the truth. So therefore, it's not a part of reality. And it is a chronic mental state. That's because that's all the majority of people can think about or virtue signal about or defend. And now they're getting mad at the unvaccinated for being wise enough to take a step back and say, hold on a minute. This, this reality that they're giving us, it, it seems it seems off. Wait a minute. This this science that they're, they're presenting isn't factual, isn't truth-based. It's contradictory. It's hypocritical. And now everyone else is getting mad at those who think for themselves. And you're telling me that's not delusion? You're telling me that families that are breaking up and not seeing each other is not delusional? You're telling me that marriages that fall apart, you know, boyfriend girlfriend relationships or friendships breaking up isn't delusional you're telling me that's not psychosis that people are suffering from you better wake up man According to the Mental Health Daily .com article entitled Four Types of Delusions and Extensive List of Themes. Delusions are considered inaccurate beliefs held by an individual, regardless of logical evidence disproving the belief. A delusion differs from a belief that is held based on insufficient information or perceptual feedback. As they, what are delusions? In the earliest days of psychology, diagnostic criteria for delusions were developed by Carl Jaspers. Jaspers wrote an essay called General's Psychopathology in 1910 that discussed delusions and various aspects of jealousy. He had specific criteria that included three key descriptors, including a certainty, conviction, incorrigibility, unchangeable, and impossibility of content, implausible. So 
certain number one certainty individuals that hold delusions are certain in their beliefs they believe with 100 conviction that they are real despite significant logical evidence to the contrary number two incorrigibility those with delusions will not update their false beliefs even if presented with overwhelming logical evidence suggesting that the, that the opposite is true despite scientific evidence to suggest their way of thinking is flawed they aren't able to escape their deluded perception and you know one thing that we got to be very mindful about is just the use of science anytime somebody mentions scientific evidence or facts or anything like that you should just automatically know that it's just bs science is a religion science you know i was watching the recent mag video and i completely understand where the brothers coming from as far as frustration because it is impossible with people and they were talking about science and mag broke it down in such a common sense way science at its rudimentary is a theory based on experiments and having a hypothesis that can be tested so therefore if you test something you have steps right this whole entire pandemic has been predicated off of other people's science when they present you with the results do they ever show you the steps that it took for them to get to the results did they ever show you or did they tell you oh we're using a pcr test which the the, the creator himself said was flawed and was not used to 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 see viral load in a person i mean what which one is it people these people can give you anything that they want and say anything that they want and you run with it so that's the one thing i need to mention is just be careful when you hear anything anything of such as scientific evidence or fact anybody who listens to me especially for a long time knows my whole viewpoint on science that it is a cult it is a religion and it is man-made it's just full of fairy tales number 3 impossibility the delusion that a person holds is not only untrue but generally impossible or highly implausible to be true some of the delusions may not only seem like an obvious impossibility but they may seem highly bizarre and again go back to the virus the 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 whole pandemic the fact that they give you so much predictive programming in movies when it comes to virus outbreaks and pandemonium and civil unrest and martial law i mean they're they're putting it in your head so that you believe in viruses first and foremost that you believe that a virus can come from whether you believe it came from a created created in a lab or it escaped it doesn't matter the thing the fact of the matter is you're delusional to believe in it in the beginning that a virus can just at random pop itself on certain people but not pop itself on other people a virus can at random inflict so-called healthy people and make them asymptomatic to the fact that they don't even feel the symptoms of the said virus but somehow are sick i mean come on people that's that's bizarre that you'd even believe that that you'd even believe that a mask or a cloth or a handkerchief or whatever you're wearing over your nose and mouth is helping you that's bizarre that's really bizarre and it's delusional the article continues with four general types of delusions there are many different 
specific types of delusions that people may experience. According to the DSMV-V, there are four specific classifications for delusions. Number one, bizarre delusions. These types of delusions are considered extremely odd, highly implausible, and inappropriate based on a person's culture and life experiences. An example of a bizarre delusion would be the belief that an alien performed surgery and replaced all of their blood with Kool-Aid without leaving a scar. You know, that's, you know, you know, you can say that's a bizarre delusion. People don't think like that, but they do. The thing is, if you if you give an example of somebody today with the pandemic, they'll tell you, hey, you got the vaccine, but hey, the unvaccinated are making you sick. They're the reason why you have a breakthrough case. There's a reason why you have long covid. That is a bizarre delusion. To even believe that at all is bizarre. Number two, non-bizarre delusions. These are considered delusions that theoretically are possible, but still unlikely based on circumstances. An example of a non-bizarre delusion would be that an individual believes they are being secretly videotaped and phone tapped by the FBI as part of an investigation. Number three, mood congruent, congruent delusions. These are considered delusions that directly stem from a person's mood. Example, depression or mania. A person with severe depression may believe that strangers hate seeing him. A person with mania, however, may believe that they are a celebrity and should be recognized by TMZ or that by thinking happy thoughts, the sun will come out on a cloudy day. Number four, mood neutral delusions. A mood-neutral delusion is a false belief that isn't directly related to a person's emotional state. In other words, the delusion doesn't stem from a depressive or manic thoughts. An example of mood-neutral delusion would be the false belief that your neighbor can project and insert thoughts into your head. So, I mean, they're just going over the four genera- generic or general types of delusions and you can already break them down in your head and and make connections to this pandemic and the people in your life your family your friends and how how many of them just hit rock bottom like honestly a lot of people just hit rock bottom that's sad thing about this pandemic is it's attacking everybody emotionally mentally physically and spiritually and it's it's had its toll even on the people who've seen through the hoax no one no one is exempt or free from being affected by this lie because even if you're on the side of truth you've seen what it's done to your family and your friends your coworkers, the people you care for and love and how much you've warned them to no avail and seeing them make life altering and terrible decisions with their with their life during this pandemic so it's affected all of us even the ones who have believed in the narrative and have been on this path man i know so many people in my friend group and my family who are depressed who are just drained and exhausted at a wit's end you know why it's because they've been tapping in 
to this false flag into the psychological operation because if you are going to be watching tv if you're going to follow anything that they're telling you or what to do of course you're going to be delusional of course you're going to be suffering from psychosis of course you're going to be suffering from delusional psychosis are you kidding me you know how many times your so-called government has deceived you and backpedaled and tiptoed and use plausible deniability and has pointed the finger, no accountability has ever been made throughout this whole entire pandemic. They've destroyed small businesses. They've destroyed medium-sized businesses. They're destroying all types of businesses right in your face. They've destroyed people's lives. People are at a point where now they have their back against the wall, where now they have to choose the mark of the beast or a job. I mean, I don't know what else to say to people, really, anymore. I've said all I could say. I'm just at the point where I just share what the most I puts in my spirit. I don't go out of my way to warn family or warn friends anymore. It's not something that I can do anymore. All, I, all I've been focusing on is, is, is my preparation because I'm too drained with family, with friends. I'm too drained. I just pray for them and I, I love them from an arm's length. I know that's the healthiest thing to do for me. You know, when you're around somebody who doesn't have a grasp on reality, it's tiresome. It really is tiresome, especially with something that has created so much fear in the lives, in the minds, in the hearts of people. You know, when you're consumed by that much fear, how are you going to even be able to live? How can you even operate? You can't. Look at all the people who, who who don't even live, who 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 are scared to do something. You know how many people I know who stopped working out because of this pandemic? Who literally were still paying for gym memberships or, or quit their gym memberships and stopped working out even before they closed down gyms. Even after gyms were opened back up, people just, no, I'm not going back. They literally will harm themselves by not working out because of a hoax. It's, I don't know. I don't know what else to say on it. According to the LifePersona.com article entitled, The 12 Types of Psychotic Disorders, Detailed. Types of psychotic disorders. Major are schizophrenia, schizophrenia form, disorder, disorder, schizoaffective disorder, delusional disorder, brief psychotic disorder, organic psychosis, postpartum psychosis, substance induced psychosis, psych- psychotic depression, bipolar disorder, and dementia. Psychosis refers to a loss of contact with reality where people have trouble distinguishing between what is real and what is not. This is called psychotic episode. Usually psychosis appears at the end of adolescence around 20 years. According to statistics, approximately 3 out of 100 people will suffer a psychotic episode throughout their lives. 
It appears in both men and women and any race or culture. In general, a psychotic episode is usually frightening, confusing, and worrying for the one who suffers because it is a rather unusual and unknown experience. The 12 types of psychosis. The following list contains all those disorders that occur with psychosis. I may go through all 12, we'll see. Just gonna go through the main ones. The schizophrenia, number one, schizophrenia. The schizophrenia refers to a type of psychosis where psychotic symptoms are experienced for about six months. They have a clear significant decrease in the capacity of judgment of the one who suffers it. Symptoms and duration vary from person to person. Among the symptoms highlights disorganized thoughts and behaviors with delusions and hallucinations. two schizo schizophren form disorder this type of psychosis is the same as the previous one but it differs in that the symptoms last less than six months the disease either completely resolves or may progress to other diagnoses such as schizophrenia disorder or bipolar disorder number three schizoaffective disorder in this disorder, a person will experience both symptoms of schizophrenia and the symptoms of a mood disorder, either at the same time or alterna alternating between them. Number four, delusional disorder. And delusional disorder was really the definition that I saw when I would look up delusional psychosis because I think it is a new term from what I'm gathering, from what I've researched. And it's a term that many psychologists have coined during this pandemic because of what's happening to people. So I just wanted to give a brief update on what that meant. So number four, delusional disorder. At delusional disorder, very strong and false beliefs are given. Usually hallucinations do not usually appear in this type of disorder. It is a disorder in which the psychological psychosocial functioning is not usually altered too much nor are they notoriously strange behaviors number five brief psychotic disorder the psychotic symptoms in this disorder appear suddenly in response to a highly stressful life event such as the death of a loved one having been the victim of a violent crime Symptoms can be severe, but they are short-lived. As they usually last between a day and a month, the person may or may not be aware of their behavior. Number eight, substance-induced psychosis. Both consumption and withdrawal of alcohol and drugs, such as marijuana, cocaine, LSD, or amphetamines may lead to psychotic symptoms. Once the effects of drugs or alcohol have disappeared, the symptoms of psychosis are generally resolved. And what did we say in the episode of mental health? Why do you think they have alcohol? Why do you think they have drugs? Why do you think they have chemical substances? Number 10, bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder is also known as manic depression. Since it is a disease in which serious episodes of mania and depression, psychotic symptoms tend to coincide with the state of mind that the patient has at the time. 
For example, if you are depressed, you may hear voices urging you to commit suicide. But if you are in the manic phase, where your mood is high, you can make believe that is capable of doing incredible things or even believe which are special beings. Number 11, dementia. Also, the psychotic symptom can appear in the in the dementia. Alterna- alterations of memory or with the psych- so physiological, physiological deterioration of the brain. Number 12, major depressive disorder. In cases of more severe depressive disorders, episodes of psychosis are not uncommon. The major depressive disorder is characterized by a depressed mood and with loss of interest and pleasant pleasure in almost all activities for at least a two-week period. Among the symptoms, there are sleep disturbances, change in energy levels, difficulty concentrating. And here's some symptoms of psychosis. The mildest initial symptoms are usually feelings of suspicion, distorted perceptions, depression, suicidal thoughts, obsessive thoughts, and problems sleeping. Changes in thought patterns, such as having concentration problems. Attention. Hold a conversation or remember things. This gives rise to a disorganized thought with strange connections between thoughts like jumping from one idea to another or not having an answer. False beliefs or also called fate illusions. The person may be totally convinced that their belief is not shared by others, but even giving a logical argument. This says he cannot change his mind. Examples of this type of belief are persecution delusions of greatness or even belief that their thoughts are being controlled by some external forces. Changes in mood and feeling after a psychotic episode, people often experience mood swings. Behavior changes. After the episode, people may behave differently than they did. For example, spending more time alone, laughing at inappropriate times, etc. Before any suicidal thoughts, a thorough evaluation should be done, in addition to collaborating with the family, as they may need support assistance in these situations. Psychosis as a symptom often appears in some of the mental illnesses. And so I just wanted to give everyone a breakdown of the types of delusions as well as the types of psychotic disorders. So you can actually understand that a lot of what people have are, are going through or are going to go through have been clinically proven and shown. And what have we said about the episode of Rat Race? In the episode of Rat Race, all Babylon does to you is break you down. And then they give you a so-called disorder, a mental illness. They're the ones who perpetrated on you. You're the one who suffers from it. And then they're the ones who tell you, hey, this is what you have. This is what we have to help you cure that. When in reality, they're not curing anything. They're just treating it, putting a Band-Aid over the trauma that you're experiencing. And you know what they do? They benefit off of your trauma. They make money off of your trauma and your fear and your idolatry. 
you know what they continue to do? They continue to terrorize you. Nobody can sit here and say that this is not traumatic. What people are going through, what the world is going through, this is incredibly traumatic for everyone. Incredibly traumatic. And I don't understand how people can sit here after all this time and continue to believe this lie, this narrative. I just can't. I I can't understand it. It's not even just COVID. It's just your belief in government. I really believe in my heart of hearts that this whole hoax pandemic should have woken up so many people to their government because this is the biggest hoax I've ever seen in my life. Way greater than 9-11. Way greater than any false flag mass shooting that they can give you or so-called bombing or so-called terroristic threat or any of that. This is a worldwide false flag hoax that has ushered in the mark of the beast, the new world order. So this is much darker than people even want to give it credit to or can even imagine. It's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, though? Oh, no, the the shame needs to go on the person who continues to fall for their captor. That's why we spoke about this in the episode of Stockholm Syndrome. How people are literally abused by their government, by their idols, and they continue to defend them because they have some kind of emotional attachment to the abuse, to the offender. They feel as if, you know, if I continue to comply and I don't upset my abuser or my captor, that they'll keep me safe when that couldn't be further from the truth. When they continue to show you time and time again what they're about. Yeah, it's it's tough. It's I'm not gonna sit here and say that what I do is easy. That is it isn't exhausting and tiring some days. Cause it's like I don't know how much more evidence, I don't know how many more types of episodes I can I can I can drop and share with people before they understand that this whole entire system is against them. And that's when I know people are truly suffering from delusional psychosis. They can see evil perpetrated. And, and, and sometimes they'll even acknowledge it and be like, yeah, that's pretty messed up. But then they're over here supporting another form of evil. Not realizing, wait a minute, if they're going to do something this evil, why wouldn't they do it in all forms? I mean, I don't understand people, man. They're just picking and choosing truth. They're picking and choosing the truth that they want to see. That's cognitive dissonance. That's Stockholm syndrome. That's delusional psychosis. I don't. That's predictive programming. That's mind control. That's idolatry. All at work on the brains of the masses. All at work simultaneously. So you cannot sit here and tell me that I don't understand delusional psychosis when I see it every day. And let's take a deeper dive into, you know, how the whole pandemic hoax has just really, really exposed the masses as well as messed them up more than ever. According to the evmagazine.com article entitled Psychiatrist, Americans are suffering from mass delusional psychosis because of COVID-19. Written by S.G. Chia and published on December 22nd, 2020. And this article came out in 2020. Think about the fact that 
a psychiatrist can write on what the effects of the so-called pandemic when it was it wasn't even around for a year at that point and now look at where we're almost two years deep what do you think that's going to do to people two years of this the article continue, starts with something sinister is brewing around the current atmosphere of mass panic and the fear stemming from the COVID-19 hysteria People seem to be losing their minds when it comes to dealing with the pandemic. Perhaps that's basically what is happening. Dr. Mark McDonald is board certified in both child and adolescent psychiatry with extensive additional training in adult psychoanalysis. He specializes in the evaluation and treatment of young people with mental illness, and his practice also serves adults, couples, and families. His opinions have been widely published in local and national news, including the Wall Street Journal and The Federalist. The true public health crisis is psychological in nature. Among some of these opinions, Dr. Mark McDonald believes that the real crisis is not medical in nature. The country has always had enough resources to deal with the pandemic. So the question becomes, what is the actual public health crisis that people are really suffering from? Americans are suffering from mass insanity due to their delusional fear of COVID-19. Dr. McDonald believes the true public health crisis lies in the widespread fear which morphed and evolved into a form of mass delusional psychosis. In simpler words, the American public is suffering from mass insanity due to the delusional fear of COVID-19. And you know what's interesting is like you have a psychiatrist, a so-called well-renowned, because you know the masses always need to know how popular the person is before they believe him, right? If they don't have a lab coat or a suit and tie or a bow tie or glasses or a pocket protector, the people are not going to believe him, right? They're going to say, oh, where did you get your sources from? Where did you hear that? Or are you a conspiracy theorist? They need to like know somebody's prominent. So must I remind you that this is a psychiatrist who believes in the virus. So think about it. This is somebody who believes whether they're a deceiver or deceived themselves. They believe in the virus and they're already telling you that you're insane for how you've allowed the fear to get to you and how you've reacted. The article continues with, even when the statistics point to the extremely low fatality rate amongst children, among children and young adults, measuring 0.002% at age 10 and 0.01% at 25, the young and the healthy are still terrorized by the chokehold of irrational fear when faced with the coronavirus. A delusion is a fixed false belief that's contrary to reality. A Colorado family was recently kicked off an airplane because their two-year-old daughter wouldn't leave her mask on. Her parents weren't even against masking the toddler. Against masking, the toddler just didn't want to have a piece of cloth smothering her face. It isn't even enough that her parents were forcing her to put the mask on as they covered her face against her will. They were still made to exit the flight. Regardless whether that was a, psy- a psyop or not, it just goes to show you how insane people really are. I mean, I think I saw a recent video 
of a child. It was like a toddler. And the toddler was in a room, I think a daycare facility, and the lady was trying to talk all babyish to the toddler, all while trying to stuff the mask on the kid's face. And the, and the boy kept taking it off because it wasn't natural. He, he knew reality more than an adult did. And the, and the boy started crying. And the lady started getting more and more aggressive and upset with the child and basically forced it on a toddler's face, man. And I'm going to tell you, there's not much that gets me upset. But anytime you direct this wickedness at our children, man, at our youth, at our future generations, man, you, you have something coming to you. I'm going to tell you that right now. Karma will rear its ugly head at you because of your delusion and your psychosis. article continues with the worst part of this unfortunate situation is the fact that no one else on the plane dared to stand up and back up the toddler's parents against the insanity of of forcing a child to cover her face against her will time and time again we hear studies about how children are not a vector for infection yet everyone on the plane was deluded into thinking that a two-year-old who refuses to put on a mask will kill everyone and again Another example of delusional psychosis. When the pandemic kicked off, right? All of the backpedaling was in plain sight. When they told you, oh no, masks are ineffective. You shouldn't wear a mask. Then they tell you to wear a mask. They tell you the whole time that children, like this article is stating from a psychiatrist, were not vectors for disease or illness. And flash forward, not even a year later, look what they're doing to children. What did they just approve? What was it? Five to 11 year olds they're working on or just approved? And then you know it's gonna be from five years old to infants. They're already pushing this on pregnant mothers. And I haven't looked into this yet, but I'm starting to see circulating our videos and images of babies born born from parents, from mothers who took the vaccine or fathers who took the vaccine. A lot of these babies have black eyes, like soulless black eyes. I haven't looked into it. I'm gonna look further into it, but it's something to be aware of. You think these people really don't know what they're doing? We've already spoken about this in the episode of eugenics. We've already spoken about this and where things are going in the episode of transhumanism. We've been spoken about that months ago. And for you to sit here and still follow them? I don't know, man. Not much to say about people. The article continues with delusional psychosis achieves nothing useful in reality. In the midst of mandatory masking, have you also noticed a glaring problem about people who get hysterical at those who refuse to wear a mask? Yet, more often than not, we witness people who are more concerned with making sure others assume the responsibility for everyone else. If you don't wear a mask, you're effectively killing grandma. Scream the pro-mask Nazis. Instead of sourcing 
delusional people seek to control how others perceive reality. Instead of facing reality, the delusional person would rather live in their world of make-believe. But in order to keep faking reality, they'll have to make sure that everyone else around them also pretends to live in their imaginary world. In, slipper, in simpler words, the delusion pers delusional person rejects reality. And in this rejection of reality, others have to play along with how they view the world. Otherwise, their world would not make sense to them. It's why the delusional person will get angry when they face someone who doesn't conform to their worldview. And that's, that's a beautiful thing because I've noticed the aggression in people. I've spoken about it in episodes. Anybody who's followed the Pandemic Folly series probably has laughed a couple of times just at my stories because people would be like, dude, you, that's so avoidable, so out of control. Why do you even want to go through that drama? It's like, first and foremost, I'm not the one who's going around yelling at people who are wearing masks. You see what I'm saying? I'm not going around handing out pamphlets telling people the dangers to the respiratory system and their, and their cognitive brain functioning because I already know if you're going to wear the mask, you're already in it too deep. And I am a firm believer in, in free will. Seriously, it, it is your free will to do whatever you want to do to your body, to your mind, to your soul. Most high, if the Most High is going to give you free will, who am I not to support that? It's, it's, your, it's your right. If you want to partake and play along in the circus, you can. If you want to be a clown and put a, a, a red nose on yourself, you can. If you want to juggle for them and be you know, entertainment, you can. That's your right. But where it comes into where you cross the line is pushing your delusions onto other people. And all of the run-ins I've had with people about the mask. You think that's bad? I had over 15 run-ins with people about the mask. People wishing death on me. <laughs> over a cloth mask. This is the craziest, most bizarre thing I've ever lived through in my life. But it's not something that I would back down from or be scared from what because my family told me I needed to wear one. Or they told me I was a Trump supporter. You think I'm really going to be dumb? and do what other people do just because they're doing it, just because they all feel comfortable doing something that they know deep down is messed up and inherently wrong. The vast majority of these people know what they're doing is wrong. But that's where the delusional psychosis kicks in is like, you know, something's wrong and you continue to ignore it over and over and over and you continue to partake in it over and over and over. And that's why the author of, the, of this article says that people are suffering from insanity. What is the definition of insanity? What we've what we've learned is trying to is doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results, right? That's insanity in its purest form, brothers and sisters. And I, I recently was hanging out with a friend. And this friend is still unvaxxed, to my knowledge. I don't even like using that word. So they ha they haven't taken the mark of the beast. I'm not gonna use these trendy like these terms. I hate these terms, but they haven't taken the mark of the beast essentially. And they're a little bit younger than me and more in their mid twenties. And, you know, we're good friends and they've been telling me, giving me a lot of inside scoop into, you know, a lot of their friend groups and how people are acting. Basically this friend has been attacked by multiple other friends for not have getting the vaccine. And he still has friends sending him articles, you know, pro vaccine articles and pro establishment articles, studies and this and that stuff that they can't prove. It's because these people, when they're around him, he's a reminder to them that they may have made a bad decision. Not even may, that they have made a bad decision. Because we know it's a bad decision, but you got to understand that these people truly believe in the virus. So to them, 
they they can't fathom the fact that you don't it it pisses them off they want you to go down with them they think that you're a murderer even though the government has shown you time and time again who is perpetrating all this madness on the people it's them the government but now we're the targets right because we didn't go get vaccinated a same vaccine that can't protect you and this friend is basically being cornered by other people and i gave the friend advice i'm like dude if you want to keep hanging out with people like that do you but just understand that there it's going to get to a point where these people don't respect you and these people are going to eventually rat you out you best believe that people are going to rat you out to authorities people best wake up it's going to get to that point it's really going to get to that point but it makes sense when everybody needs you to be a part of their false reality so that they can cope it's sick author continues with because objective reality threatens to unravel their carefully crafted imaginary world the delusion delusional person lashes out at others who dare act in contradiction to their delusions wearing a mask becomes more about social solidarity than it is about following the science instead of rethinking their world view they have to compel others to fit into the reality of their own making have to conform to their fake reality or else those who are authoritarian in nature don't care about seeking out the truth rather they'd prefer to seek out authority it's one of the reasons why you're seeing so many people who who would happily approve the silencing of medical experts whose views contradict the WHO or CDC guidelines obey the rules become more important than questioning if the rules were legitimate to begin with and that's exactly what it is all these people in support of a vaccine passport in support of not giving treatment to the unvaxxed in hospitals you're wicked i don't care what you have to say you're a messed up individual and you're going to go down with this sinking ship you really are training children to live in fear Perhaps the most important point mentioned by Dr. Mark McDonald is the lasting negative effects this mass paranoia will have on future generations. Dr. McDonald has witnessed the highest increase of psychiatric issues among his young patients ever since the lockdowns and closures started. They suffered more than I've seen in my 8 to 9 years of private practice, he said, in the panel discussing the reopening of schools. He gave an example of a home a local homeowners association's decision to close their private park because they noticed that children were playing on the grass without wearing a mask. This was dangerous because while the children were rolling around the grass, they're also touching it and therefore could potentially spread or pick up the virus from the grass and kill their grandparents when they go home with the virus. Because of this, the park had to close and the grass had to be disinfected with toxic chemicals in order to get rid of the virus. Imagine a child being told they can't play outside because they might kill grandpa if they did. And this example is like one of thousands of examples of delusional psychosis and how people are acting and interacting because of this pandemic.
a generation of traumatized children. This generation of children is basically not only being traumatized, but also being taught to accept the feeling of unjustified guilt about themselves just for being children. And that's not an exaggeration, as the comments on YouTube showed countless adults calling the toddler who refused to put a mask on a mask a brat for acting like a normal toddler. It's not normal for children to grow up thinking that everyone is a danger to everyone else. We can thank the adults who are perpetrating this trauma due to their mass delusions. So, I mean, you got to let that sit in. Let that soak in. Like I said, there's a certain line that shouldn't be crossed, and it's our children. Those are the ones that the elites are coming after anyway, really. I mean, obviously they're coming after everyone, but the children shape the future. Completely. And what we're doing to our children is going to have lifelong effects. And there will be consequences and repercussions for those who partake in the system. Those sending their kids back to school. Those masking up their children. Those who are giving their children the mark of the beast. Those who are practicing social distancing with their children. Those who are sending their children to get tested multiple times. Shoving stuff up their blood-brain barrier. Or taking their DNA through a saliva swab. Whatever you're doing. If you're still partaking and complying. There will be karma for you. Plain and simple there will be consequences and repercussions for people. And no, your delusional psychosis isn't an excuse for being an idol worshiper because you've had the vast majority of your life to search for truth. You had the vast majority of your life to recognize that your government is evil. All the world governments are evil, but a lot of people didn't care. They were too privileged. They were too relaxed in the moment couldn't be bothered to look at anything and now here we are the taking of people's souls according to the lourockwell.com article entitled the world is suffering from mass delusional psychosis written by joseph mercola and published on february 19 2021 A number of mental health experts have expressed concern over the blatant fear and panic mongering during the COVID-19 pandemic, warning about potential and, let's face it, likely psychiatric, psychiatric effects. In a December 22, 2020 article in EV Magazine, S.G. Chia discusses what may in fact be the real problem at hand, mass insanity caused by delusional fear of COVID-19. Chia refers to lectures and articles by psychiatrist and medical legal expert Dr. Mark McDonald, who believes the true public health crisis lies in the widespread fear, which morphed and evolved into a form of mass delusional psychosis. Infectious hysteria. Chia goes on to review a number of irrational behaviors that have become all too commonplace such as parents being kicked off planes because their young children refuse to wear a mask during the flight, or people having hysterical meltdowns when they see a person not wearing a mask. The science is quite clear about the risk posed by asymptomatic individuals, meaning anyone who feels perfectly healthy yet 
may have tested positive for SARS-CoV-2 with the PCR test set to ex- excessively high cycle threshold. They pose an exceptionally low risk to others, if any risk at all. Science is even clearer on healthy individuals who test negative for SARS-CoV-2. You simply cannot spread a virus you do not have. The bulk of public science, published science also shows that masks do not prevent the spread of viral infections. And this, partic- this is particularly true if you're wearing cloth masks, surgical masks, or masks with vents. Despite all of that, many still enter a state of hysteria when they see an unmasked person, even if they look perfectly healthy and clearly are not suffering from any kind of respiratory issue. This is a highly irrational state that has no basis in reality. Indeed, according to McDonald, these people are suffering from delusional psychosis, and there are a lot of them. He goes so far to refer to the outside of his home or office as the outdoor insane asylum, where he must assume that any person that I run to is into is insane unless they prove otherwise. I mean, that's a great way to put it. Like, it really is. Mass delusional psychosis traumatizes children. McDonald is particularly concerned with the lasting effects this widespread insanity will have on children as they grow up. As a psychiatrist specializing in the treatment of children and adolescents, he should know. Since the lockdown began in the first quarter of 2020, he's seen a massive increase in patients and their mental states are far worse than what he's used to seeing in these age groups. One of the worst traumas children suffer as a result of all this fear-mongering is the idea that they may kill their parents or grandparents simply by being around them. As noted by Chia, they're also being taught to feel guilty about behaviors that would normally be completely well normal. Wearing a mask has become a way to demonstrate that you're a good person, someone who obviously cares about others, whereas not wearing a mask brands you as an inconsiderate lout, if not a prospect of mass murderer simply by breathing. Healthy people should never wear a mask, social distance, or self-isolate. Not only are these strategies unhealthy from a physical standpoint, they are also per- perpetuate the delusional psychosis gripping the nation and therefore must end. By encouraging us to remain in fear, to burrow and settle into it and allow it to control and constrain our lives, the fear has become so entrenched that anyone who says we need to be fearless and fight for our freedoms is attacked for being for not only being stupid but dangerous. I would argue that, that it's the opposite, McDonald says. The problem we now face is that the delusion has taken such a hold that even if the mask mandates ended nationwide today, many would refuse to give up their masks. And they would stop ch- chastising, and they would not stop chastising those who don't wear them, either. What's more, 
we now have private companies pushing these freedom robbing edicts refusing services to those who don't wear a mask and what what happened when they took the mask mandates away they knew that people would still cling on to them brothers and sisters they knew that people were still out of their mind nuts by the time that 2021 rolled around they knew it soon you won't be allowed to enter certain venues if you don't have the COVID-19 vaccine as well and private corporations are the ones instigating those unconstitutional rules if you understand the technocratic agenda then you know why that is It's because many private companies are part of the global technocratic alliance that is trying to eliminate our freedoms in order to enrich themselves. We started out with fear and hysteria. We moved to delusional psychosis, and now we have group control, McDonald says. Now we don't have police officers and government coming after us. What we have more of is our own, is our fellow citizens now castigating us, legally limiting us from getting into vehicles such as Uber or plane, going into businesses and getting jobs. And my oh my, how that article from December 22nd of 2020 has aged like fine wine here at the end of September. You know, they love to call us conspiracy theorists. They love to call us crazy. But when the truth comes out, how many of them acknowledge it? You know how many family members and friends that have purposely not acknowledged my warnings or my information that I gave to them as correct because of what? It's either arrogance, ego, or pride, or they're still delusional and holding on to a lie. There's no other way around it. I haven't gotten one proper apology at all. And I don't expect it. I'm not asking for my flowers. I don't care about none of that. I didn't make up the truth. I'm not claiming ownership over the truth. But when somebody you love and care for and you warn them and they're vehemently opposed to what you're saying or they gossip about you or they slander your name, whatever they might do, or they talk about you and it's proven that they're wrong and they still don't admit it. They still don't try to come to grips and, and come to an understanding with you that says a lot about how they view you or how they view themselves and their arrogance their ego their pride their stubbornness it says a lot and a lot of people have been exposed to me a lot of people have been exposed to me restoring sanity as we move forward essentially Citizens are now acting as a de facto police force to suppress other people's freedoms. And this has a terribly harmful effect on society. So how do we get out of this proverbial insane asylum? How do we restore sanity to our society while still helping those who are at great risk? I'm not going to even get into that because this author obviously believes in the virus, but the points they're trying to make nail home in terms of the delusional psychosis that we see in family and friends, coworkers, the whole world. To this point, if you still believe in the virus, man, I don't know what to tell you. You've had all this time to look into things. And I just would have to assume you're suffering from severe delusional psychosis. It's a, it's a, it's a psychological thing. You know how I mentioned 
how they're having a spiritual and psychological war on the masses. That's exactly what we're seeing today. That's why people can't snap out of this illusion. That's why people are still delusional. That's why they're still suffering from various psychoses. It's because they're holding on to this lie so hard. According to the verywellmind.com article entitled, Can COVID-19 Cause Psychosis? Here's what we know so far, written by Joni Sweet. Dry cough, fever, fatigue, and shortness of breath aren't the only coronavirus symptoms to look out for. There's now growing concern over how the disease can affect mental health after doctors from around the world reported episodes of psychosis in people with COVID-19. And so there, there they go mocking you. Dry cough, fever, fatigue, and shortness of breath. As if people haven't experienced, in that, experienced that before 2020. So dumb. The article continues with, so far, reports of people losing touch with reality after a SARS-CoV-2 infection seem to be extremely rare. Doctors aren't sure if the virus or something else is to blame, but figuring out whether there's a link could deepen our understanding of the many ways COVID-19 can affect our health in both the short and long term. Here's what we know so far about psychosis and COVID-19. Cases of psychosis in people with COVID-19. On December 28, 2020, the New York Times reported on a number of cases where patients with no history of mental illness experienced psychotic episodes within weeks of getting the virus that caused COVID-19. One person had paranoia that her children were at imminent risk of being kidnapped. Another had hallucinations of monkeys and a lion, and someone else sobbed for days out of fear that evil spirits had invaded her home. Doctors told the newspaper that psychosis made some patients extremely violent as well. In, in addition to news media, medical literature and journal literature and journals have also described incidences incidents of psychosis in people with the novel coronavirus. In June 2020, Lancet Psychiatry released a study on neurological and psychiatric complications in 153 people who were hospitalized with COVID-19 in the UK. It found that 39 people had altered mental status, 10 of whom who had new onset psychosis. Other journals have also described cases of new onset psychosis in people with COVID-19 in Spain and Italy. And you gotta sit back and take and, and, and read in between the lines of what they're telling you. Anybody who knows the truth knows that COVID-19 is a hoax, that there is no virus. So the people who supposedly checked into the hospital were simply out of their minds. They literally believed in the virus that can fly from person to person that deeply, that their life was in that much danger, even when the so-called science told you otherwise, even when the so-called science told you to your face that there was a 98 to 99% chance of survival. And yet people still were obsessively getting tested with a, with a swab of their blood-brain barrier, giving away their DNA through a saliva test. They, they call it a non-invasive test, right? Even though they're collecting your DNA, it's non-invasive. 
all of these things that the people did, and this was even before the vaccine was so widely available, people were acting like this. So they're just telling you the people who believe in it are in a cult and have lost their minds. You can if you can if you can control somebody through fear, you can get them to do anything that you want. Plain and simple. Anything, anything imaginable under the sun, they'll do out of fear. If you get them so wrapped up in fear and that you can save them from said fear, they'll do anything you want. The article continues with a January article in Neuroscience Letters, which focuses on rapid publication of short, high-quality papers for neuroscientists, looked at dozens of people with possible SARS-CoV-2 infections who had psychosis. Some of the people in the case series had auditory hallucinations, mania, delusions, and acute delirium, among other psychiatric symptoms. Wow. It's important to note that while the risk of psychosis after getting COVID-19 is alarming, current research indicates that it's extremely rare. So they're just, I mean, first and foremost, they're, it's like so crazy how much they gaslight you, you and I. You know, they always do double speak. They always are a part of some kind of plausible deniability. But then they always give you the truth in plain sight telling you all these things about people and how this whole fake virus is affecting people and then they come out and say it's rare same thing they did with the breakthrough cases when we knew that the the virus was never real that the only virus had to be pumped into your body through a vaccine through an mrna nanotech nanorobot technology and then once people started getting sick there came the breakthrough cases there came long covid that's why i've been censored on the pandemic folly series because i've i've giving you the script many of us Edgar Mendix Mag have given you the script have broken it down completely from the get-go so of course they're going to give you truth in plain sight and mock you all while doing it so when I read through these things when I when I read through the when I can read through the lines right read in between the lines it, it's crazy what these people are doing to the masses. I'm right now I'm delivering the podcast from a nice view outside of, and I don't even say a nice view, but a view outside of my apartment. And it's a nice warm day. And you know how many people I've seen walk around with a mask on, on a nice sunny warm day alone, out in the open, out outside nonetheless. It's like almost everyone at least 40-50% of the people I see are still wearing it. And you're telling me that people aren't suffering from delusional psychosis? Investigating the cause of psychosis. So far, no large-scale studies on the relationship between COVID-19 and psychosis have been published, making it difficult to determine exactly what's causing the condition. Some experts believe it may be a result of heightened inflammation related to the virus. Of course they say that. 
says Sheenan Lani Doe, an international medicine doctor who has worked the front lines in COVID-19 wards and hospitals in New York City and Texas. COVID-19 and other neurological symptoms. While psychosis is very rare among people with COVID-19, other neurological issues seem to be more common among long haulers or people who experience symptoms for months after their infection. A year into the pandemic, we're still at the stage of individual case reports for psychosis, but we have numerous large case series of the neurological manifestations of COVID, says Dr. Thomas. Brain fog, in particular, is a common concern among people with long-lasting symptoms, says Dr. Jacobs. A lot of people are suffering from continued confusion and not feeling sharp. They have difficulty concentrating, thinking, and performing the usual level of cognitive work in their work and home lives. And this was in quote from Lori Jacobs, MD. And of course they have. Anyone buying into this narrative or taking the vaccine, of course you're going to have brain fog. Of course you're going to be exhausted and not be able to think because you're in a, a fight or flight mindset almost all day. You're scared of an imaginary germ that could pop on you and kill you. You're, you're thinking about that literally all day, consciously and subconsciously. What do you think that's going to do to a person? What do you think that's going to do to people after time? Others also experience frequent headaches, difficulty sleeping, and debilitating fatigue. Of course. If you listen to the long haulers, a lot of them sound like they have chronic fatigue syndrome or myglic encephalomyelitis. People who had normal energy levels their entire lives productive careers and family lives see everything come to a standstill. It can devastate the person's existence and outlook on life, says Dr. Thomas. So, I mean, they're basically admitting to you, hey, you know, there is this issue with psychosis with the, with, with the people, and they're, they're going to pin it on people who've had COVID-19, which is an oxymoron in and of itself because there's no COVID-19, there's no virus. There's never been a pandemic. There's just been a pandemic of idolatry and science and worshiping people you do not know and evil tyranny and wickedness. And so they gave you the mark of the beast and you took it. A lot of you took that vaccine for various reasons. Maybe you were truly scared of the virus, but most people that I know really weren't. They just wanted to do it to so-called get back to normal or travel or get into that concert venue or that restaurant you know a lot of people did it for the dumbest of reasons and have no idea why they did it or what's in it and to tell me that that's not delusional that's not a form of psychosis is a lie it's it's outrageous watching and witnessing the mindset of the majority of people it's absolutely outrageous
according to the SciComm.net article entitled, How Coronavirus is Affecting the Mental Health of Millions of Americans, written by Megan McIntyre. Social distancing, shelter-in-place orders, restaurant closures, the world we currently live in has become a very strange and turbulent place. Coronavirus has transformed everything we thought we knew about our daily lives, our government, and our health into a kind of bizarro world where FaceTime dating and panic buying toilet paper are the new norm. It's taken a toll even on the most optimistic of us as we try to stay positive amidst what feels like bleaker and bleaker news each day. Now imagine how this already unsettling situation feels for the over 45 million Americans with mental illness. Those suffering from anxiety, depression, PTS, substance abuse, and other forms of chronic mental illness are some of the most vulnerable right now in terms of loneliness, isolation, and potential for self-destructive behavior due to the lack of consistent support and disrupted routine. And think about that, that list that they just gave to you. Anxiety, depression, PTS, substance abuse. And they're talking about that being mental issues and how many people do we know that suffer from a form of those from a form of anxiety depression pts or substance abuse it's the vast majority of people so they already knew what they were going to do even if they were not amongst the 45 million diagnosed the vast majority of people fall into that category i say the overwhelming majority do What are the dangers for those with chronic mental illness? If reading those stats made you feel nervous or scared, multiply that by a thousand. And, and basically the stats that they gave us were just coronavirus stats. I'm not gonna read that lie. If reading those stats made you feel nervous or scared, multiply that by 1000 and you'll begin to understand how the situation feels to those suffering from mood and personality disorders. And that's why I said fear is, fear mixed with idolatry is the biggest tool to take someone's soul. Without a doubt, without a doubt, they knew all they needed to do was scare the living daylights out of most people and they would get full compliance. That's all they, they knew they needed. The effects of this crisis are, far, are more far reaching than heightened anxiety, which pretty much everyone is feeling. There are also trickle down effects of, to those with addiction and behavioral disorders like OCD, ADHD and substance abuse along with the good that social distancing can do for our own health and society in general. It also increases feelings of isolation, loneliness, stress, and fear, all of which can be triggers that make many mental illnesses infinitely worse. How coronavirus affects the most common mental illnesses. According to our experts, there are specific concerns and challenges with the coronavirus pandemic for each of the nine most common health mental health conditions. While some overlap, many are a bit more specific. With that in mind, we asked our panel to detail the need to know info for each, including the biggest challenges, what you can do to manage, and where to find help.
anxiety, and coronavirus. While there are many specific types of anxiety, one of the most common is generalized anxiety disorder, aka GAD, which affects more than 6 million Americans. While it is normal to worry, those diagnosed with GAD have difficulty controlling worry on more days than not for a period over six months and have three or more common symptoms. Having a persistent sense of impeding doom or danger, being irritable and on edge, rapid breathing, constant trembling, feeling weak or tired, having difficulty concentrating or trouble sleeping, and having an increased heart rate. For these people, the COVID-19 pandemic may create an elevated fear of catching or dying from the virus. Anxiety sufferers are prone to catastrophizing, which can result in behaviors like panic buying or trying different medications and treatments in an effort to cure or prevent coronavirus. I mean, think of what they gave you with the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine or something, whatever they called it, that Trump pushed on all the people who love him. They knew that they just needed to get people anxious and to believe in the virus. They didn't care how, whether you, be, you, you believed that it was created in a lab or whether you believe it's real. They just needed to get you to believe. That was the first step. Depression and COVID-19. While we all have bouts of sadness from time to time, for the 17.7 million people diagnosed with clinical depression, that grief and sadness is constant and comes with other symptoms like exhaustion, trouble sleeping, a shrinking appetite and or overeating, sudden crying spells, and sometimes thoughts of suicide. Just as with anxiety, the fear and isolation can be very dangerous for those with depression because without an outside influence to remind them of the good, they may instead focus solely on the bad news and develop a skewed sense of the situation and potentially not be able to pull themselves out of that spiral. Depression sufferers may have a growing sense of hopelessness or be paralyzed by their fear, leading them to neglect themselves and their health. Loneliness and fear can also be triggers for suicidal thoughts. OCD and coronavirus. Obsessive compulsive disorder is a type of anxiety disorder that happens when a person gets stuck in a cycle of obsessions and compulsions. Obsessions are considered any thoughts, images, or impulses that reoccur frequently and feel outside of your control to stop or manage. Compulsions are repetitive physical behaviors or thoughts that someone might use in an attempt to make their obsession go away. Most people with OCD are able to recognize that their compulsions will not make obsessions go away, but fall victim to them as they appear to be the only way they can cope or escape. For those with OCD, specifically those whose obsessions and compulsions that revolve around cleanliness and germs, a global pandemic is their worst nightmare come to life. The CDC recommends hand washing and home sanitizing frequently, but that can be taken to the extreme by those with OCD. Instead of washing their hands for 20 seconds every time they've been outside or coughed and sneezed, they may find themselves scrubbing their hands raw under scalding hot water for 20 minutes in an effort to feel clean. Stress around the virus can also trigger compulsions around counting or checking things according to our panel. Substance Abuse Disorder and COVID-19 
an all-too-common disorder that affects a wide spectrum of race, of age, race, and socioeconomic groups. Substance abuse disorder is a disease that affects the brain and behavioral patterns, causing a person to be unable to control their use of addictive substances like alcohol, tobacco, illegal drugs, and prescription medication. Many people with a substance abuse problem also suffer from another form of mental illness. Over 9 million adults, according to the most recent data from NAMI. The big concern for those in treatment for substance abuse is the risk of relapse. Many of those in treatment for substance abuse rely on daily meetings or support groups like Alcoholics Anonymous. As our experts note, while addiction is treatable, no one can recover alone. With isolation and lockdowns in place, many people aren't able to get the support they need to help battle their urges. And what did we say about the whole lockdown, the first lockdown last year in 2020? Why is it that your gym was closed, but they kept liquor stores open? Liquor stores were booming. Why is it that your McDonald's and your fast food chains were still open? They know what they're doing, people. They know what they're doing to you. And they're mocking you while they're doing it. They're, they're doing studies on you. All while this is occurring. Schizophrenia and COVID-19. Hallucinations, delusions, and impaired behavior are all symptoms of schizophrenia mental health disease that results in people being unable to interpret reality normally. They can act and speak erratically and may have trouble communicating or controlling some movements. They are also prone to suicidal thoughts. For many of us, this strange new world we're living in due to COVID-19, and it's not due to COVID-19, it's due to your government and your idols. For many of us, the strange new world we're living in due to COVID-19 can feel like some sort of alternate reality. For those suffering from schizophrenia, it creates a very dangerous situation, as their perception of reality can already be warped. People who have schizophrenia and are able to successfully function in their community most likely are able to do so through medication, a regular routine, and an array of support that can include physicians, care workers, and peer groups. With COVID-19, all of this has been disrupted, and they are now in a place of isolation that could make them a danger to themselves. Look at how they end it too. If you or someone already is already prone to see the world through a paranoid lens, you may believe, believe the misinformation about coronavirus that is circulating, or even be seeking it out to help make the news fit your version of reality. <laughs> Our version of reality. Think about it. To believe in this pandemic means that you throw away all of your senses, all of your common sense, all of your discernment, and you listen to the media to tell you what life is, what reality is. So they're basically telling you that you're not smart enough to understand reality and piece together things for yourself. That's what they're telling you. That's 100% what they're telling you right now. They think very lowly of you. always going to be order out of chaos with these people on the world stage. 
mean? Come on, people. According to the Murdoch.edu.au article entitled, Why is COVID-19 Making People So Aggressive? Published on April 20th, 2020. There are several theories which seek to explain the current aggression, but in the context of COVID-19, the frustration aggression, aggression hypothesis and the threat response offer the best insight. Those theories can be interactive or standalone. However, the underlying process to understanding aggression is known as the attribution of hostile intent. The frustration aggression hypothesis, FAH, follows a predictive, predictable behavioral pattern. Number one, blocking a goal leads to frustration. Number two, frustration leads to anger. Number three, anger predisposes aggression. Number four, aggressive acts are dependent upon interpretations, values, and repertoires of the individual, your thoughts, and stimuli. Based on the FAH theory, frustration acts as the basic drive to aggression, which is dependent upon attributes of the individual and and their circumstances. Research tells us that the different factors impact the move from frustration to aggression, including the greater the magnitude of the frustrated response, the greater facilitation to aggression. For example, if you wait a long time to get into a supermarket to buy toilet paper, you can expect more aggression than if you walked in, saw no toilet paper, and walked out quickly. The greater the degree of interference, the greater the facilitation. So if you then move on to another store to buy toilet paper and there was none there, it's likely at the next store you'll be more frustrated. The more frustrated people get, the greater the tendency to be aggressive. Aggression is likely to occur if what caused the frustration was intentional. This explains why people who take excessive amounts of toilet paper at the cost of others are the target of aggression. They are intentionally taking more than their fair share, which means others get frustrated. And look what they did to you, the people, I believe is over in the UK, about this whole supposed fuel shortage. They're just, they're just driving the people into madness, into panic buying, into doing things that they shouldn't be doing. I mean, look what they did to the people over toilet paper. If that wasn't, the bi- if that wasn't a wake-up call to the masses, I don't know what is. It's like people heard about that and they just didn't even bat an eyelash. Aggression is more likely to occur if frustration is, adver- is aversive. For example, when some people are required to self-isolate, they feel they are being punished. Therefore, you can expect people in these circumstances to become aggressive because they find the isolation painful. The aggression may be directed at the source or may be displaced to other more convenient targets which are somehow related to your, to or represent the obstacle. And think about it for an example. All of the people who won't get mad at their government, even though they know they've been deceived and lied to multiple times, they still are going to double down on the lie, on the narrative, on the hoax. They're still going to believe in the indoctrination systems of education, financial, government, healthcare, and religion. They're just going to double down on it. The misplaced anger.
aggression occurs only with the appropriate stimulus. Most of us don't become aggressive simply because we are frustrated. There needs to be a focus to the anger and subsequent aggression. Therefore, we can expect an upsurge in domestic violence as the level of frustration increases. This will lead to an increase in anger, particularly because in some relationships or partners, a historical focus for aggression. We may become frustrated and angry, but some of us are able to inhibit aggression, while others have limited impulse control. And that's interesting to say because I've even had a friend of mine, a good friend of mine I've known half my life, pretty much, telling me, giving me insight into, you know, friends, people in our friend group that are getting mad at him for not going to get the vaccine and calling him out and blaming him and people like him who are not vaccinated for this pandemic. It's because these people are at a point of aggression. These people, this is the type of people I'm telling you who are dangerous. Honestly, these are the type of people who will rat you out, who will try to harm you or do harm to you or see harm done to you because you're not agreeing to their, to their form of reality, their delusional psychosis. And I told a friend, I'm like, why are you even having these these interactions with people? Why? It's not going to lead to anything good. You're not going to change anybody's mind who believes in this pandemic. Most people who who literally put all of their eggs in one basket will never, ever change their mind on this pandemic until it's too late. And I have been noticing people more aggressive. I mean, all you have to do is go look, listen back on the episodes of pandemic, pandemic folly the whole mask situation you know how many people wanted to start fights or wish death on me who got aggressive with me you know how many ugly you know how many dirty looks i got at people how many people shook their head at me it's sick it's sick these virtue signalers seem to sprout out of nowhere and like the previous article we read just now spoke of the authoritarian these people don't care if what they support is true or not they just want to be able to have some form of control and power in their life that's it According to the Time.com article entitled, COVID-19 is making America's loneliness epidemic even worse, written by Jamie Dutcharm and published on May 8, 2020. Driving around her Kearney, Missouri neighborhood is both respite and torture for Kathy Hogson. She likes seeing other people out and about and reminds her what life was like before COVID-19. But Hodgson, a 41-year-old teacher who lives alone after a recent divorce, says seeing happy families playing in their yards or walking their dogs can also send her plunging deep into a spiral of loneliness. You know, as as much you know, as much as I I have valued my independence in the past year, it's finally hitting me that I would like to curl up on the couch with somebody at night. Hodgson says. irony, Hodgson says, is that she was thrilled to live alone before the coronavirus pandemic hit, enjoying her me time and the newfound ability to date and see friends wherever she wanted. Not long ago, she lived with her kids, who recently grew up and moved out, and a partner who she recently divorced. But now that she's confined to her apartment almost 24 hours a day, she's feeling the emptiness of her home acutely. 
Some days I smile and feel okay, Hodgson says, and other days I curl up in a ball and wonder if this goes on too wonder if this goes on too much longer, will I be able to take it mentally? Can I last sanely living alone for months, a year? Even before the COVID-19 pandemic, public health experts were concerned about an epidemic of loneliness in the U.S. The coronavirus has exacerbated that problem, with most face-to-face socializing for people still under lockdown orders indefinitely limited to members of their own households. For the 35.7 million Americans who live alone, that means no meaningful social contact at all, potentially for months on end. Experts are rightly concerned about the mental health ramifications of this widespread isolation, especially since there's no agreed upon tipping point at which acute loneliness transitions into a chronic problem with long-term consequences. A group of doctors from Boston Children's Hospital and Harvard Medical School warned in April 22nd commentary published in the Annals of Internal Medicine that physical distancing and stress caused by the pandemic, combined with rising firearm sales, could worsen the suicide rate crisis the U.S. has already been weathering for more than a decade. On the other hand, some mental health advocates are optimistic that COVID-19 will finally give loneliness the mainstream recognition it deserves, possibly paving the way for a more socially connected future. I mean, when you think about it, that's why they gave you feminism. That's why they gave you promiscuity and sleeping around for both men and women, because they knew that it would split up the family dynamic. They knew that it would cheapen relationships where people just use each other for sex, for an animalistic release, not bonding, you know, the heart, the mind and the soul. And so, of course, when they give you the lockdown and the pandemic and the isolation, it's going to destroy people. If they're not going to get you with the alcohol and the drugs or the promiscuity or the mark of the beast, they're going to get you with the loneliness. They're going to get you with the isolation. They're going to get you with the people who are aggressive. They're going to get you with, you know, the propaganda of calling you a murderer or a super spreader because you're unvaccinated, right? They can completely invert the truth and the world and people buy it up and and believe it. How can you say that people are not suffering from mass delusional psychosis when we can bring all of this evidence to the table, when when we all have our own life experiences? I was at Cub the other day, just wanted to grab some bananas to make breakfast with. And I go inside and lady who's checking me out like checking out my items she's wearing this sort of device this contraption I've never seen before it was essentially a mask a normal mask right that went over your nose and your mouth and then also over your ears so it can stay on your face right but instead of her having just a normal mask there was a cut out piece where you could see her lips and her mouth and teeth I swear to you I just was like taken aback man I was like are you serious right now lady and not to mention this lady's wearing gloves while checking out the people while checking your items and and having you pay she's wearing gloves as well what they've done to the masses is something that can't be reversed it can never be reversed there's no going back to normal this has truly messed up people when you mix idolatry 
with propaganda, with fear, you're going to get this concoction. You're going to get the vast majority of people suffering from delusional psychosis. That's that's what we're seeing today. And there's not going to be any end in sight, brothers and sisters. The only thing you should be doing is preparing. Making sure you're right with the Most High. Making sure you're aligned and connected with the Most High, with the laws, the statutes, the commandments, the things that are inside your heart. You should know what's right from wrong. We should all know that. And you should be preparing to get out of the system so that you don't suffer from delusional psychosis and you don't fall as deep as these people are and you don't go down the path of destruction. And I wish you all the best. I do. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High and to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled, and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.